Ford has been striving diligently for decades now to engineer automotive hell on Earth. They finally succeeded. I'm John Cadogan from autoexpert.com.au and I get new cars cheap for buyers here in Australia. Website for that, obviously. Or you can just... Click the card that's out there now, dude. Ford, the company so concerned about your safety out there on the road here in Shitsville that it recently phoned 1,000 brain-dead bogans for a survey carefully construed to draw brain-dead conclusions has finally figured out how to open the gates of hell officially on your car's infotainment display. A method for generating a billboard interface for a vehicle display that includes obtaining via a camera an image of a billboard and identifying via a processor a segment of the image. Technical sounding words there from an official Ford patent filing in America from a person I would advise to refrain from further keyboard use where possible, but whom I suspect would just not listen. They never do. Includes communicating via a communication module the billboard interface to a vehicle display for presentation to a user. Or, as a somewhat less uptight human might put it, if a carrot or similar vegetable were not inexplicably impacted deep in their digestive tract, Ford wants to use the same tech that reads roadside speed limit signs to beam billboards directly into your car's infotainment display to annoy the shit out of you as you drive past. So that's nice. It's not like, I don't know, totally distracting or something. And it also violates, in my view, one of driving's few remaining joys, which would be the ability to ignore the shit out of billboards to the extent that you don't even see them as you drive on by. Of course, this gets worse. Because you'll be connected to the cloud in the car of the future, you might be assaulted by more information, current specials, that kind of thing. And if you are logged in perhaps to your Google account, for example, those specials could be personalised in order to further erode your resistance to pay attention or take part or even act and transact. I'd like to see some Ford wonk out there make the case that this is not inherently and unreservedly distracting and therefore quite dangerous while you're driving along. I also wonder if you'd get the opportunity to turn this system off or whether it's an always-on attribute of your future Ford. What is advertising, I ask you, if not intrinsically distracting? Like, the actual purpose of advertising is to assault you with a message that you did not ask for and then somewhat indelicately request that you take action upon it now, like click now kind of thing. Action which you had no real intention of taking. It works kind of like this. If my cunning plan paid off there, you were just assaulted by an advertisement and you sure as shit didn't ask for it, right? 
Imagine if you were driving at the time. Imagine if that came up on the head-up display. How friggin' uplifting. Let's say you're out there on the road to Dingo Piss Creek, for example. And dude, if you're not from around here, Dingo Piss Creek for an Aussie is like visiting Mecca or Mount Rushmore, but with blue singlets over the horizon and the place kind of reeks of ammonia. But it's still a cultural and quasi-spiritual icon, however, so you better respect it. Anyway, after hours of seemingly endless busted-ass cattle scrub towing your effluent in its aluminium box behind, you pass a billboard for God Burger at Bogan Gate. A call to action flashes up on the screen. Next exit, two-for-one atheist fries meal deal. Yes. But only if you use the code BOGANBELIEVER in the next 15 minutes. It's compelling stuff, isn't it? I know I want one right now. I'm salivating like Pavlovian, but... When you get there, that'll be five saviour burgers with fries and, yeah, we'll take the special with that, with extra brimstone and a side serve of sulphur. And for drinks, uh, king of the juice all round. Supersize me, baby. I can't actually wait for this. Like, imagine the effect this will have on the rate of self-harm out there in the driving population when you can no longer even escape into your car to leave the intrusive demands of the world behind. And of course, Ford will clip the ticket every time some cognitively susceptible muppet out there transacts based on billboard infotainment marketing nudges of this nature. Every god burger, they'll get one or two cents sort of thing. The travel special to Poontang Island. Bolt-on Barbie says, I'll see you there. Like, dude. The possibilities are endless. Poontang Island there, live. Like, who would not click now and make a firm booking? Straight from the infotainment display of his vehicle stuck in gridlock to paradise. Like, I'm Bolt-on Barbie and welcome to Poontang Island. I will be your faithful guide. It gets me every time. Like, why do you think I have amassed five ex-wives collection-wise? But, of course, what happens on Poontang Island? stays on Poontang Island. It's just like Fight Club like that, only with a lot more silicon and spandex, of course. Social distancing, also no longer a thing on the island. COVID-free social distancing has therefore been banned. If you are more than 1.5 metres apart, you get immediately deported, and nobody wants that. Now, where were we? 64 years ago, Ford designed the Nucleon, a concept car which thankfully only ever made it to the scale model stage. The car used a steam engine powered by a small onboard nuclear reactor in the bed of what we would call perhaps a ute. 
You have to remember that nuclear was not a dirty word back in 1957. It was a shiny icon representing all that humanity might achieve in the future. Much like electric Jesus today. The Nucleon promised 5,000 incredible miles between services, which is like 8,000 Ks for we metricated sons and daughters of convicts here in Schittsville. And servicing would be a simple process of just exchanging the onboard mini reactors. Just exchanging them. Out with the spent fuel, in with the new kind of thing. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Would that be a performance or economy reactor today, madam? No shit, actually. They envisaged reactors in different states of tune for the nucleon. That was a thing. What a pity that never happened. Imagine the backyarders embracing that new tech, shaving kilos off those cooling rods. And what's all this lead? Down there, we don't need that. We can delete that. And the aftermarket industry too. Penrite, rod replenisher, reactor remap, fission fortifier, nuke plus, proton promax. The possibilities are just endless there, aren't they? The mighty nucleon, stillborn in Dearborn, sadly. Could have been. Just like Chernobyl, really, but only with a blue oval badge and worldwide. Imagine that, engineered like the Pinto and the power shift. What could possibly go wrong. Next time you are in Detroit, like between pandemics, you can check out the Nucleon, the scale model in the Henry Ford Museum in Dearborn. I'm not kidding. No reactor, however, sadly, we never got that far. The Nucleon was also the inspiration for a car called the Chrysler Corvega Atomic V8 in the video game Fallout. There are even billboard ads for that car in that game. You still think we're not really a simulation just running randomly in the matrix. But this new billboard technology... Think <coughs> <coughs> it agree? ...is an even better idea than the Nucleon. Personally, I'm just sitting here counting the friggin' sleeps. <laughs> <laughs>